Um, I'll give you the clipboard, and then you give me two in there, so we should be set. On a pleasant morning last week, Sarah Summer, Chris Esther, and I all squeezed into a canoe. We paddled to the deepest point of Luna Lake, a 64-acre lake in northern Forest County, surrounded by national forest. After dropping anchor, a loon casually floated by the canoe as we set up. Oh, look at him. That's incredible. He's like, what are you doing on my lake? Summer and Aster, both Forest Service employees who work in the watershed program, unpacked what they brought on board. And I'm going to start my mad chemistry <laughs> lab up. Since 2013, the Forest Service has been collecting water samples on Luna Lake. Some samples are just straight surface water. Others are sent through a filter rigged with a cordless drill. So now I'll hook up the filter. Chlorophyll tests require using air to push water through a special container. All samples will be sent to labs for precise testing on their chemistry. It might seem strange, people who work for the forest so concerned about the water. But Summer says there's no gap between forestry and water issues. It's all interconnected. It's water and forest management and water quality, it's all connected. I really think everything is connected. In fact, more than half of America's fresh water flows from forest land. About 60 million Americans rely on drinking water that originates on national forests and grasslands. But there's another connection, too, between air quality and water quality, which is why we're on a seepage lake. There's no inlet or outlet, and the, the water it receives is from rain, uh, runoff. Um, there's no groundwater input. Because no water flows through these lakes, they're especially sensitive, collecting air pollution that falls to the ground as rain. They reflect changes in air quality quite well, like in the National Forest's Rainbow Lake Wilderness Area in Bayfield County, which has been sampled since the 1980s. We've seen an increase in alkalinity, and that is a measure of the lake's ability to buffer acid. And we've also seen a decrease in sulfur concentrations um, since that time frame. Sulfur emissions, which largely come from coal smokestacks, have plunged nationally since an amendment to the Clean Air Act in 1990. Forest Service Air Resource Specialist Trent Wickman studies air quality in Wisconsin, Michigan, and Minnesota. He says lakes are among the best places to detect changes in air quality. In many cases, we can tie changes in, in chemistry that we see in the lakes to uh, emission changes that we know have happened um, at industrial sources. This year, Wickman is also monitoring air quality issues that have nothing to do with industry. Instead, smoke from western, Canadian, and even Minnesotan wildfires has filled the sky. Now, we haven't had this level of, of smoke um, probably 
for for many 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 years. Um, the, just the level that we've seen this summer um, is, is so somewhat unprecedented in recent histories. Wickman can't say whether the effects of increased smoke will be visible in 2021 lake surveys. If the trend keeps up, though, Summer thinks indicators might be on the horizon. But if we continue to have these fires like we do, maybe in 10 years is when we're going to see the, oh my goodness, there are some changes in the, in the water quality from, from those impacts, fires. Luna Lake is one of 10 similar lakes across northern Wisconsin that the Forest Service has been sampling. After next year's tests, scientists will have data spanning 10 years, measuring pollution from both industry and fires. That might be enough to draw some solid conclusions about the changing quality of the air we breathe. If we start seeing these trends, it's something that we can, we can, we can speak to and have the proof that, hey, this is going on on the landscape. For WXPR's The Stream, I'm Ben Meyer in Forest County.